hello. If you're wondering why I'm this little knobby just fell off right now, and I'm looking at this going, oh my god, I'm destroying the studio again. It's a gift, folks. It's a gift. Well, it's Monday, and it's Common Sense Uncensored, and I have a wonderful guest with me today, Mr. Mark Nelson. Mark, how you doing? Well, good. Can I can I do my own little walk up here real quick? You can go ahead. Well, I'm playing Standing with my up for constitutional rights and trolling liberals. There In you three, go. Three, two, one. Here we go, baby. Well, we are definitely going to do that. And I want to make sure everybody knows that not only are we out there on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube, but if you would like to wear some GFBS merchandise, you can go to the GFBSmerchandise.com store and follow us on Rumble. Any questions or comments today, you can call 701. 701- 2130863. And we're going to be discussing the Second Amendment and how it's just not for hunting. <laughs> Unless you're hunting something else besides deer and uh, partridge. But, Mark, let's start out with, um, it's been a while, so I think people have had times to de- decompress a bit. But we had a little um, problem down in Fargo where we had a shooter uh, who took out one of our law enforcement people, which is never good, and wounded two others. But I was amazed that the fact is that our own attorney general in our conservative red state, as they like to keep pointing out, decided that he was going to go to war on binary triggers. Sure. And that's not what I got out of that shooting incident, was that the binary trigger was the problem. How about you? Well, I think that it's interesting when any society goes down the road, and you and I have talked about this before, when any society goes down the road of let's blame an inanimate object and let's put the responsibility anywhere but where it lies. And the the whole idea of let's let's go after parts or let's go after a tool versus going after the criminals and actually dealing with those kind of issues, uh, that's a kind of a recipe for disaster for any for any. Uh, society. In the case of, you know, I just saw a meme about this a few weeks ago, but it says, in order to keep uh, drunk drivers from hitting uh, no, sober drivers, what we need to do is ban sober drivers. That way they won't hit any of them. I mean, that's the, kind of the way that gun control works. The sheep hear that the wolves have ripped somebody up with their teeth, and so what do the sheep all do? They go take out their teeth. Well, that's a that's the backwards way of looking at it. Well, the thing that bothered me so much about this was that, okay, the guy had multiple guns, granted. He also had a trunk full of explosives. And he was a Syrian refugee. Now, I'm not knocking all the Syrian people, but I have to say, out of all of these little red flags, mm-hmm. we've got an attorney general who decides that it's a binary trigger that's the problem. And I'm sitting there going, dude, you that's a reach. Well, and the thing that was concerning to me, and I haven't researched every bit of that story, but I did hear Drew Wrigley's uh, press release on that or his his you know, statement to the public the day of that shooting or maybe a couple of days later, whatever it was. But he said, this guy had a binary trigger, and I think that we need to do something about these. I see no use for this. Well, the problem is one politician uh, does not have the say to say, I don't see a use for this, so we can just throw this away. You know, who is he to make that decision? Because any <clears throat> conglomeration of parts, and we're talking machine parts at this point, because exactly. you have a little, you have a little, you know, bent bow that uh, has the trigger. Or maybe it's a flat trigger, whatever. Some springs and some stuff that can, you know, release the, the firing pin in a, in a gun. And so, what you're dealing with is machine parts. That is not the root of your problems. 
Because as we've seen all through history, people can use whatever they want. They can use pressure cookers in the case of the Boston yes. Marathon. They can use a truck filled with fertilizer for the you know World Trade Center bombings way back, I think, the 70s or 80s. Uh, they've done uh, all these different parts. Um, you know, they can use toxins. They can use uh, kitchen knives, whatever they do. And if a person is bent on committing a crime and they're bent on killing people and they're willing to die for that, the, the brutal fact here, and I'll speak slowly for the liberals uh, that are listening to this, there <laughs> is no defense against that. Well, and that's what I've been trying to get people to understand. It's it's not the gun. It's the intent of the person behind the gun. Yep. And no matter how you modify that gun, it's not going to make a difference. In fact, one of the best quotes is Lieutenant Colonel Jeff Cooper, USMC, and he said, If violent crime is to be curbed, it is only the intended victim who can do it. The felon does not fear the police, and he fears neither judge nor jury. Therefore, what he must be taught to fear is his victim. Which is part of the reason why I conceal carry. And the thing that they were talking about when, when this thing was going down in Fargo was he was in a parking lot and there were people in cars around him who were yeah. all hunkered down fearing for their life. Now imagine if one of those persons had been a concealed carry. They could have got that guy from behind any other way that, that they wanted to. But, but I tell you what, the last thing I would have done would have been a warning shot. But that's me. Because at that point, he's passed my... My desire to go, excuse me, sir, but if you don't put down the gun after you've killed somebody and are, have got several other people down on the ground, I'm going to fire. I'd have just been firing. Well, you're very kind uh, I know. To, to fire a warning shot because yeah. when he pulls out his AK or whatever he's using, exactly. I believe it was an AK. Um, but, and that doesn't matter because it's no. just a tool that he, that he started to use. But when, when he has people, he's endangering the lives of other people yes. and shooting at them. Clearly, when the police showed up, he was not concerned mm-hmm. with you know, his being killed or anything like that. He was just simply concerned with mowing down as many people as he can. And, and the idea when somebody makes the choice to arbitrarily end other people's lives in whatever fashion you know, when they're breaking the law... It's kind of like a rabid dog. It can't be fixed. They need to be put down at that point. We don't need to wound that guy in the leg and then send him through, <laughs> uh, get him uh, re-socialized to society. Now, can you think about what you did, sir? I know that you, you know, were mowing down as many people as you could, and that makes you a mass murderer, but we want to rehabilitate you. Nah. Well, and he was taken out with a 9mm. Sure. Because that that's the handgun. Yep. So, I mean... People always talk about AK, you know, AKs or, or, or you know, uh, all the other. Oh, it's, it's, it looks bad. Just because a gun looks scary doesn't mean it's necessarily that effective. I happen to have a actual um, powder gun from, from back when Daniel Boone was running around, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> and it actually looks kind of scary to me, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily an effective gun or a bad gun. People are so... Looking at, they're used to seeing the visuals, and I happen to have a little pink Smith and Wesson lady lady revolver that that I is my carry gun, and it it looks actually very cute. That It'll must pull. look just like mine. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's all pink, and I actually have little pink bullets. It, it's just it's just it looks, it looks like Barbie would own it. That's and, and I've got and I've got to say, you know what? That sucker will put a hole in you with the size of my fist. So I'm just saying, just because something looks scary doesn't mean diddly. Yeah, we've we've all heard the saying that a, an armed society is a polite society, and I've said before, maybe on this podcast before, but um, and, and the Second Amendment supports all the others. 
And so if you if people don't have the right to defend themselves, yet what 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 other rights can can they expect to stand up? We've already seen uh, during the last couple of years, especially during this whole pandemic thing that was uh, pushed on everybody, the people being censored. So the First Amendment's completely been under assault when people just didn't go along with the narrative. And by the way, now all the stories coming out are, oh, they were dead, dead right about all of this. They're not a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists. No. They just, uh, maybe they had their ducks in a row when they were considering all these things. But the, the government has gone after, you know, First Amendment, and they're certainly going after Second Amendment. Are. Drew Wrigley, a Republican, a alleged Republican attorney general yep. in a red state, is, is starting to go after this. Oh, let's, oh, let's take this out. And by the way, just so that people know that I'm fair about this, Donald Trump was 100% wrong when he said, I am by executive order banning bump stocks. Exactly. Again, it's a chunk of plastic that affixes to the back of an AR and, and makes you be able to increase your rate of fire. And when, he, when you give an inch, they will take a mile. Yes. And that's exactly what they're trying to do on many, many different fronts right now. Well, and it was just actually, uh, it was overturned. A federal appeals court on Friday struck down the ban on bump stock devices that essentially allowed shooters. This is CNN. All right. That essentially allowed shooters to fire semiotic semi-automatic rifles continuously with one pull of the trigger. It's just, I'm just sitting here going, you know what? Um, just my little 38, you have to pull, pull, pull. I could still put big holes in people. This um, histronics, hysteria over, over a lot of this, and, of course, the parts and various things, it's, it's fear. They're running the world on fear, not mm-hmm. facts. How many times have you seen it where you take somebody – yeah, I, I've seen this dozens of times at this point. Somebody who's not shot much or they've never shot a gun before, and and they have all these preconceived notions because what they hear in the media, what they see yes. on movies, what they see on the news reports, all of this kind of thing. And then you take them, you show them, okay, here's how this uh, pistol or rifle, whatever they're shooting, here's how it functions, here's what happens when you pull the trigger, and really we're just throwing rocks really, really fast, and it goes boom. If you boil it all the way down, that's all that we're doing. And once they learn about it, you know, by the way, all you education people that might be listening to this, <laughs> see, education is the key to everything. But the problem is it pokes holes in all your stupid liberal theories it does. because then the fear is gone. They realize how it works and they realize the benefits. Oh, I could I could protect myself. I can protect my family and I don't have to go cower in the corner while somebody, you know, comes in here and does whatever they want to me or my loved ones. The fun, the, the thing that I like most about it is that they'll actually will look at me and go, this, this is fun. <laughs> and I, I go, yeah, yeah, it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, happened to me. I'm in a, the other side of my life. Uh, I, I work in a, in a field with many, many liberal people. And I've been able to take a number of them out shooting with me. One guy in particular grew up out in Thousand Oaks, California. You know, very, very liberal place out there. He wanted to go shooting. I took him. Well, as a result of that, he got bit bad by the gun bug. I, I think he probably owns nine or ten handguns now. It's really pretty funny. And he had never shot before. And exactly what you said, five minutes after we were done shooting, I kid you not, he texted me. He goes, dude, that was the coolest thing I've ever done. Can we go again sometime? I was like, 
Yeah, absolutely. See, that's the thing. And they, they factor out the enjoyment, the passion that people have for this, just like some people have a passion for basketball, football, or whatever. This, to me, it, besides being a means of defense, is a sport for me. I happen to really enjoy this. I happen to enjoy getting better. I happen to enjoy the challenge of watching myself get better. And the fact that it's for defense, awesome. But the, but the rest of it that they're trying to take away from me is something that I actually enjoy, and they're trying to take away my freedom to enjoy it. So by virtue of them taking – so you and I, I would classify us as responsible gun owners, yes. gun enthusiasts, and that is 99, probably higher, uh, percentage of the, <clears throat> of the folks out there that own firearms. And so for those people – who want to abide by the laws, want to be a legal citizen and all that, who is impacted by all the new laws? It's, of course, law-abiding citizens. Now, here's a trivia question for you, Kit. Who doesn't care about laws? People that are going to go out and break them and hurt people. Could we call them criminals? We could. For sake of conversation? We could. (laughs) So who does it actually stop? No, you look at the impact to society on those, so it makes it onerous for law-abiding gun owners to to keep what they have or go out and buy more for for whatever reason you know sporting hunting personal defense you know just because they might like it and they want a, a collection of uh, hardware in their house okay big deal but but they're not going out and committing crimes with that so this notion of well we need to take away these guns take away the right of people to defend themselves in this misguided idea of, well, then we can stop violence. No, violence is in the heart of man. Yes. Violence is not because of a tool. Different tools allow maybe it to be carried out quicker, but that doesn't fix the, the problems in the heart of man. Well, we're going to do a quick break right now for uh, executive properties, and then we're going to come back. we got a text from Phyllis I want to read out. Cool. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And don't forget, these guys are ready for snow removal, so get in touch with them so that you have your snow removal all set up and ready to go. And I understand this weekend we might be getting some of their white stuff. but Well, let's see. Phyllis said not to mention many folks use firearms to hunt and feed the family, and I agree. My hubby and I both have deer licenses again this year and uh, we enjoy not just uh target shooting and stuff but actual hunting and for those that um are worried about bambi uh, i spent hundreds of dollars feeding deer last year in the because we had horrible snow horrible snow up in wahala and they actually got to the point where they would come i'd walk out and i'd in my horrible voice, I'd sing them this little song, and <laughs> and my and my husband was 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 taping me on my phone. But I'd sit there and I'd go here, dear, dear, and I had this little song. I'd sing them, and they would come out of the woods like I was the deer whisperer, and they'd come up and they'd encircle me. And my husband's just sitting there going, "That is just bizarre, kid." I said, "Well, they're hungry; they'll do anything." And the key to this is, yes, I do care about them, and yes, I am going to call part of that herd. 
But I, I watched some of them starving last year, yeah. and I would rather rather take control of, of the process than watch them starve. But I'm out there singing them songs and feeding them. Because, but, and then I will, I will take my deer this year. And, and Phyllis is very right. It, it's, it's, it's more than protection. And that, the big thing I wanted to put about the Second Amendment is it's not just for hunting. It's to protect you from the bad guys and a tyrannical government. But it also has the good portion of helping the environment out. See, the problem with people like Phyllis is that she doesn't understand you can actually go to the grocery store and buy the meat there. You have to shoot it? That's what you're no, saying? No, Phyllis, Phyllis understands. <laughs> but, but Phyllis is probably like me. You, you can't beat good venison or elk or moose. And, the, yeah, I'm sure you can go buy it. But the ability to go out there and, and hunt and sort of just be one with, with, with nature and stuff out there. It, 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 it's hard to explain to somebody. We also varmint hunt. We also coyote hunt. Sure. And if you think you don't need, you don't need an AR for, uh, for that, you're wrong because um, those suckers are quick. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, I've gone hunting with just my husband and stuff, and, and I'm like, he's way better than I am. But I'm, I'm like, damn, those son of a little guns can run, can't they? And he goes, yeah. Phyllis goes, but the store's not as good for you. <laughs> well done, Phyllis. I, I like that. <laughs> but she's right. But, but see, people don't seem to grasp that this is not something to be feared. And, and now they're going after um, the, the parts. Of course, with this, there's a regulation and stuff that's going up, and it's backing up the Biden's administration regulation on ghost guns. But what they're going after is the parts. So I think the problem is even worse than that. And the, the problem is this. Uh, when, I, when I was on here last time, I brought in a stabilizing brace. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. And, and the issue is things that legal gun owners have done. And, and by the way, government agencies, three-letter agencies, ATF and such, have said this is legal. That part is legal for the last 15 or 20 years. There's documents saying, yep, no problem, this is legal, this does not change your pistol into a rifle. Well, then, uh, on somebody's whim, somebody gets the wrong burr under their saddle, and then they say, oh, by the way, we're going to reclassify that. Well, here's the issue. Now there's 10 to 40 million, they don't, I mean, they have no idea how many of these are out in the public, but there's 10 to 40 million of the stabilizing braces out in the public right now. And so, what do they do with that? Now they're saying, well... We've reclassified it, but us being the generous government here, we're going to allow you either to destroy it, to turn it in, to register it, and we're going to waive the tax stamp fee. So for two hundred dollars, you can waive, uh, you can waive what you did, what you did legally, and there these have the penalty of a felony. And so this is currently in litigation in the courts right now. I know that there was a loss in a North Dakota court about this. Unbelievable. Uh, very. Um, very recently there are three injunctions out there i think maybe four now because a lot of the uh gun rights uh, organization groups the worst of them being the nra which i'm a lifetime member of but they you know they love taking my money but they they don't want to get on the, the the head of the spear on any of these so there's gun owners of america there's second amendment foundation and ah shoot i'm forgetting the third one and then of course the nra and and so what these uh, what these groups have done is come and said, hey, wait a second, we want a temporary restraining or we want an injunction against these rules so that, that will protect our members. And so it's still going through the courts. The story is not completely told on this. But again, what I would remind people listening, 
the issue is when the government has said, yep, this is legal, and then they change, they move the goalpost, they change the parameters, and they say, now this is illegal, and we're going to penalize you for doing what we said was legal. This is a massive, massive problem right here. I just got a, a mailer from uh, Gun Owners of America. So, so now here's what the Biden administration is going after. They want to reclassify the rules of being in the business. And what that means is like if you sell a gun to a family member or give it to them or something like that, the goal is to have universal background checks. That's BS. <clears throat> Let me break this down for those in the back of the class. Universal background checks means that every transaction has to be okayed by the government at some level. They have to sign off on this to let you do this. And so what this will also precipitate is a national registry for all firearms because yes. hmm, what might they want to do with that? Oh, control the public, control everybody, and take away your rights? Wow, that's a big step. Well, the other problem I have is the bump stock ban happened in 2019. Now, let's say you're a good little camper. Sure. So you got rid of all your bump stocks and everything else. Now, now they just said, nope, we were wrong. It's legal now. So this is insane. <laughs> Because the, the appeals court just said, nope, nope, wait a minute, wait a minute. That You know what we said in 2019 about bump stocks? Yeah, well, never mind. So the same thing with, with your wrist. Well, yeah, we, with the stabilizing brace. With the brace. stabilizing brace. And, and a lot of these other things, illegal today, legal tomorrow. It's, it's like eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you. And Paul just said, I need an AR because of the example in Israel, but more importantly because I want one that's a free country and you can kiss my ass if you have a problem with that. By the way, speaking of Israel, do you know they just expanded gun rights for everybody over there during this time? They, I can't encouraged. imagine why. <laughs> Could it be that they want people to be able to defend themselves? Well, and that's, that's the thing that bothers me so much about this is you want to be a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. So while they're yeah. going through all of this hoop jumping with the legalese on this is legal, that's not legal, this is legal, that's not legal, you can wake up one morning and be a freaking felon. Yeah. Yeah. All because and it, it, I'm glad you brought that up. There are people like you and me, me probably more so than you. I'm a nerd about, about guns and the legislation, things going through the courts. Because I want to, I want to comply with the laws as you know as much as possible. I don't, I have no, I no inclination to want to go do something illegal. I want to be a good citizen uh, of this country that we've been able to be born in. But how many people out there? It's not a matter of rebellion. It's not a no. matter of wanting to get away from uh, being a law-abiding citizen. It's just simply a matter of oblivion. And so now if they say, hey, we have reason to believe because you bought one of these online and we have a record of this transaction. Okay, so now now you have that. And so we want to come in and take a look at that. Well, now that violates uh, the Fourth Amendment for illegal search and seizure. And it's on something that they said was completely legal. And and I'm not going to know that. And the next thing that I'm look, noticing that I'm looking at is the, the you know, the, the magazines. Sure. They want to limit the magazines and stuff. Again, I'm going oh, to go... they're losing their pants on that right now on, on the West Coast. I hope so, because I'm, I'm looking at, at things like, like coyote hunting. Ten shots? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, but Wiley Coyote's winning on that one, and everybody could say you're a, you're a bad shot. Yeah, well, how do I get to be a better shot? When, especially when these guys run. And if you want to know why I've got this Jones about coyotes, um, they came into my yard, and they killed four of my chickens, <laughs> one of my cats, 
and my pet wild woodchuck. They killed Chucky. <laughs> so I got to tell you, I have a little bit of a Jones about coyotes. So I'm sorry if, if somebody's got a real warm, warm fuzzies for the coyotes, but I'm done. I'm done with them. The, it sounds like a, a guy that I know over in Africa, and I was asking him, you know, and I think he was in uh, Zambia. And I said, so do you guys have snakes over there? He's like, oh, of course I know that they do. But he said, yeah, uh, pythons are some of the, the ones that we deal with, you know, where they're at the most. And he said, there, he, had, he raised chickens. And oh. one morning all his chickens were gone. Yes. And he goes, then we found the python, and it was lump, 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 yep. lump, 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 all the way through. And he's like, I had to die for that one. You can't be coming in eating my chickens. And, well, that, uh, and, and yeah, it. same thing. It's like those little creeps come and they, they violate you. They're like, you're stealing my stuff. You're killing my... Killing my chickens, killed the little woodchuck in the yard. Yeah, yeah they got to go. See, and and I mean, that's part of that protecting my property. Now, if I'm not able to have a gun, I suppose I could sit out there and, and attempt to uh, use my crossbow. Good luck with that. Yeah. Or, or whatever, whatever other thing that the government deems that is right for me to be able to use to protect myself. But I live rural. It can sometimes, we in Trail County, we can have one deputy on. That's a big county. It is. And if, you, and if, I, if, if he's, for whatever reason, at one end and I'm at the other end, I need help. It can be 30 minutes or better till somebody shows up. And I can't sit there and tell the guy at the front door, excuse me, but could you break in in 30 minutes? Because that's when the deputy's going to be here. That's the that is the basis of being able to protect yourself, and that's not even going down the road yet of protecting yourself against a tyrannical government that has a complete overreach. Well, and that's that's probably you know I mean when everybody brings up the hunting and the protection and everything else, that's the one thing I want to make sure that they they understand more than anything, and that is the fact that what we. The reason that this thing was put together was because of a tyrannical government, and and that's the reason the Constitution was written. Paul, can you play that 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 little clip for me? Because I think pe- this might explain to people a little bit more. You're going to get a kick out of this one. I saw it, so now you have to. Where the f- does it say that you have the right to an AR-15 in the Second Amendment? It doesn't, probably because it hadn't been invented yet. Go ahead, show me. I'll wait. I'm a, I'm a whole civics teacher. Well, for a whole civics teacher, you are making a lot of half arguments. I've never seen the word AR-15 mentioned in the Constitution. Go ahead, show us. Okay, civics teacher, let's see if I can help here. The reason why the founders used generalized terms like arms instead of specifically listing out every weapon system that existed then or could exist in the future was because they were protecting a general right. Kind of like they didn't specifically mention means of communication when they talked about your freedom of speech because they knew technology could change. They didn't call out specific religions covered under freedom of religion. They didn't cover out specific news agencies covered by freedom of the press. It's because they were protecting general rights and they used their words very carefully to protect us from people like you. Well, I saw it, so now you have to. So what do you think about that? I mean, seriously. Well, how how could it ever be possible for any document to spell out every every possible scenario what we've gone to what we need to look at is the intent of the founders what did they intend and for the liberals out there this whole argument is of having uh, a living breathing document oh jesus this is this is ridiculous living breathing document means it can be changed at anybody's whim if if you are if you or i are on the way to the studio now we're going down to mers which has a speed limit of 40 miles an hour and so i'm doing let's just say i'm doing 
37 miles an hour. I don't, but I <clears throat> might be a little higher than that. But I'm doing 37 miles an hour in a 40, so I'm completely compliant. A living, breathing speed limit would mean I could get pulled over by a, you know whoever, a law enforcement personnel, and and they could come up and they say, you know what, it's a living, breathing speed limit. We caught you doing 37. Today it's 25 miles an hour. Now, how would I know that? Well, you can't know that because it's a living, breathing thing. This is where I would say that the left side of our political system, they want to take our country because it means that people have to live in fear. Nothing, No absolutes can yes. be nailed to the ground because if people can uh, lock onto something, okay, now I know where my boundaries are, but you have a population that can be continuously living in fear when they don't know if they're ever breaking the law or doing something that will get them arrested or or in trouble in some way. Well, they've done that pretty much with the uh, ability to speak because you never know anymore what, what you're going to say that's going to offend someone, and then you're in trouble. But I tell you what, we're all about to the point where we should actually have a commercial break from Churchill Shoes. Good grief, this goes fast. October is SAS Month at Churchill's Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Churchill's Shoes is in their new location, and all SAS shoes are on sale all October long. Churchill's Shoes has been in business for over 65 years and know what the best shoes are for your comfort and well-being. It's SAS Shoes. Churchill's Shoes can cater to all your footwear needs, whether men's or women's shoes, from slim to triple wide. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturdays from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or go online at churchillshoesnd.com. SAS Shoes, your feet will be glad you got them at Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. They're right across the street or the mall from us, so you're going to be able to find Churchill Shoes and you'll be able to look in the window of Grand Fork's Best Source. But I just have have a terrible time trying to get people to understand that... So if this is a living, breathing document, we also have what we call um, evolution of government. So one time you might have a, have a conservative government or whatever, and guns are fine. Four years later, guns are not fine. People can't live with that type of swing. 100%. 100%. Yeah, do people want... We live in a constitutional republic, and I would probably argue it's a late-stage republic at this point because yes. I, I think it's going to be dead and not too terrible long. I mean, I'm not talking 10 years, could be. But uh, it's not going to be all that long, and this is going to change um, because of what people are pushing for in the name of safety and security in, in many ways. And what, what benefits can we get from government? But the, but the issue is, do we want to live in a country that is run by, by uh, edict, i.e. executive order, uh, on anything. Oh, no, that's been put into place. Well, now it's been rescinded. Well, forget you guys. We're going to put this back in. And No, it's legal again. No, this is why the laws have equal the, the equal protections clause. We have equal protection under the law. So let's just decide what the law is, and then let's go, let's go with that. And for the record, for all these idiots that are breaking the law out there, i.e., you talked about the Syrian refugee right. that was in Fargo, I don't know, lock up the border, vet people before they get in here? Well, I've got a better idea. Crime rises in California even while arrests fall. Uh, Violent crime has risen sharply, but arrests are actually down. The rate of violent crime in California for every 100,000 people rose from 481.2 to 499.5 despite a nationwide decrease. 
And the reason for that is because even when people are bad, they're not putting them in jail. So why take away my guns and my ability to protect myself? Because you're obviously not doing anything to the criminals anyway. Well, it could lead you to the conclusion that they actually don't care about us. They just want to control us. Would well, that be a fair assessment? It would be because here we're looking at a 60% of increase in the number of stolen vehicles. Uh, of course, San Francisco is just a uh, clown show. And now we're seeing a lot of that happen in Minneapolis and stuff. And I'll be honest, Fargo, North Dakota, just down the road, not exactly the safety city. Mm-mm. No, not a bit. Speaking of that whole thing, I'm looking at a, a release here from the Gun Owners of America that the ATF is attempting to silence gun owners of America. What they're doing, there was documents showing that the, the BATF, uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, which they don't care about alcohol and tobacco anymore. They uh, just of course care about not, firearms, yeah. Was using the Federal Bureau of Investigation's NIC system, the, the uh, background check system, to monitor Americans without a warrant. In many cases, there was no evidence of wrongdoing. The monitor, monitoring was due to the affiliations of those being watched. Who are they affiliated with? Gun Owners of America, Second Amendment Foundation, NRA, etc. And MAGA, because we are the new terrorists. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we've been told, yeah. Yeah, so there, the problem is is that we're looking at people that are coming over our border illegally. Um, I happen to have someone who knows the insides. They're an actual border patrol, so they will go nameless. But they're being given a cell phone, $800 in cash, and they're being given a court date for 2029 in New York at the immigration court. And they're being told, you will see in court, 2029. <laughs> Can I get that eight hundred bucks and a and a cell phone and yeah and, and I'm sure I I I trust all these folks are uh, law abiding folks and they they want to do the right thing so I know that they're going to show up for their court dates in New York or yeah. would they forget somehow Well and and the fact is is that th- those are the ones that they're the guy like you guys says these are the ones we're able to stop and supposedly what what clear he goes he goes he goes, he goes the ones that are just racing through here are ridiculous. And then now take a look and let's go back to, to what Paul would and said that um, with, with, with the uh, border from Lebanon and stuff where they're coming through. Yep. Okay. So what is our lack of any control of a border allowing through? Well, it's allowing everybody because if the border is wide open, I mean, that's, that's world news in a hurry. And uh, all these malcontents from these other countries, people that hate, hate our country, and they know that there's no measures really to stop them. It's like the old screen door on a submarine. Is it going to stop some of the water? Well, maybe. Well, <laughs> and, and so the, much is getting through. I mean, how, can, how can you prevent against that? And then the Democrats just uh, said they wouldn't, they wouldn't pass legislation that would require illegal immigrants to not be able to own guns. They said they would not pass legislation where illegals can't own. I had not heard that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good that, grief. Yeah, yeah. And that one that one had me going, oh, wait a minute. You want to take away my rights soon again. But, uh, yeah. So I, I'm just sitting here going, you know what? Um, this has gotten so so crazy. And when I look at another report that the murder rate is higher in blue counties than in red ones and everything else, and I go back to that quote from that Marine Lieutenant Colonel, and that is, in in today's world more than ever before, I think we're on our own. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
It's kind of like with uh, with your health care. I mean, yeah, go get your checkups every year, but you're kind of on your own. There's measures that you can take. And, uh, you know, doctors, I mean, let, let's draw the parallel between doctors and law enforcement personnel at this point. Okay, doctors can help you with some needs while you're at their office, maybe, and maybe help coach you through some things. But they're not at your house all the time. They're not going to fix everything. And they can't remedy all the issues. Hey, you know that, uh, you know, quadruple burger you're eating right now? Could that maybe clog your arteries? I mean, do that if you want to do that. I, I mean, if you've got a quad burger going on... I'd, more power to you, buddy. But but the fact is, they can't make your choices for you. They're trying. They're trying. And and is that what people want? Is that what people want? Where the government looks at everything that you do, and you have to just comply with all of that, and and all elements of personal responsibility are gone. Well, you see, here here's the problem I have is, uh, in great. I'll be honest. The big crux of my entire gripe is the fact that I just want to be left alone. I want to be able to live my life the way I would like to and see fit. That, that to me is called freedom. Yep. I would like to have my guns. I would like to be able to go kill my deer. Do I need a license for that? Yeah. The, the, in fact, if you start taking a look at the things you need licenses and, and everything else for compared to even 75 years ago, it's, it's actually very frightening. Oh, yeah. But, but the, the government and the Karens uh, of the world want to make sure that I live the life the way they think. I'm supposed to, and that's why I've become sort of a, the activist that I have because, you know, Karen, live your life the way you want to. Go out there with God. Me no care. But don't try to force it on me because you think that Bambi needs to have a better life in the forest. Or, or my, my favorite phrase is when some Nimrod out there goes, how many bullets does it take to shoot a deer? That's not what the Second Amendment is is about care. No, it's it's interesting when they when they wrote the constitution and had the amendments put in there. They had just come out from tyrannical uh, tyrannical England, the, the king of England at that point. And what what's amazing to me is that the second thing that they would put in there, you know, I I know that we've been <laughs> jailed yeah. for speech and all this. We need to put in protections for duck hunters and deer hunters. No, that wasn't even on their radar. It was a way of life at that point. You had to go out and and hunt to to get the meat for your families. No, and and by the way, this should not be lost on people. the The men who wrote the Constitution were the ones in power, and yet they put the power right back in the hands of the people. That's they correct. did not write the laws in their own self interest. They wrote it in the greater interest of the country and not just for themselves. You want to talk about selfless people and people who have others in mind and the betterment of a country rather than, once again, propping up a monarchy or a, you know, essentially a caste system to say, well, no, here's the, here's the royalty up here. They can do whatever they want, but they're in control of all the unwashed masses down here. That's not the way that they wrote it. And I think that's one of the things that many Americans would do well to consider. Well, and the other problem I have is the fact that uh, a lot of these proposals are vague. For example, Gavin Newsom recently proposed a gun control amendment to the U.S. Constitution, yep. which would raise the federal minimum age to, to purchase a firearm from 18 to 21, mandate your universal background checks, yep. institute waiting periods for gun pur- purchases. But here's where the, 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 the gripe for me is. I mean, I got a gripes about the others, but and ban assault weapons. There's already a ban on assault weapons. Well, first of all, there's really no such thing as, as an assault That's my point. Weapon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just sitting here going, you know, guys, but you see, 
Assault weapons means scary gun. Well, scary gun, assault weapon. Okay, so consider this. There's not a ban on assault weapons. The problem is, and the government and mafia are not that much different. Ugh. So if you just pay enough money and sign off on something, you can have it. You or I you can, can have, get a class you can have two a, or a class you're three, right, you're right, a fully you're automatic right. weapon. You could have a bazooka. If it's uh, under the right, uh, if you've paid all the fees and gone through the checks to go have that, you can have almost anything that you want, as long okay. as you give the government their cut, and okay. as long as they know who you are and how they can control that. I'm going to interrupt you for a sec, Paul. We have we have flamethrowers, don't we? Yeah. Those suckers work really good. Don't oh, they? those are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> which which mic? Uh, Four. So I don't know if you've seen the videos of people on like the uh, drones where they can fly them. Like, they stand I haven't them. seen that yet. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Like people can literally like stand on it and they can fly like they're on top of a drone, like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Yeah. I was thinking, how cool would that be to be on one of those and just torch in everything below me? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I was but, at a friend's lake cabin in the summer, and I was, oh, I went after some unsuspecting pine cones on the driveway. They didn't have a chance. That flamethrower is so awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It is. I bought it for my husband for Christmas. So, I, And you should have seen the look on his face. He went, what is this? I went, it's a flamethrower. He went, it is not. Went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And he went, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's yeah, there you go. So, so. You're right. I mean, let by God, let's make sure I only have a have a you know a, a limit on my magazine of ten bullets. But but give that girl a flamethrower. <laughs> so okay, so let's take a look at some of the big cities around the country where maybe a, a shop owner, a store owner, they have a gun and they've got a mag limit of uh, let's just say ten rounds because that's a common number that comes. In. It so is. They have ten rounds that come in. Well, what if 25 people come in and they do a big smash and grab, and so they just overwhelm them? And, well, I got 10 bullets and there's 25 of them. So it doesn't matter. They're not even going to get it out and do anything about it because it, they're overwhelmed at that point. So when there's 25 people, you know what might uh, be a good deterrent? I don't know, maybe a 30-round mag, and that's if you're really good. Well, and it, it, to me, it just is just the craziness of the laws is, of course— there's, it's not just on guns that we're issuing yeah. that, that we have with the craziness of the laws, but instead of going after the people that are law-abiding and want to do things correctly, why don't you put the people in jail that are actually breaking the laws and, I mean, really put some teeth into it rather than than waiting for a lot of this stuff to just build and build and build and build. How, look, how many people just walked away from all of the riots and stuff in Seattle Portland and all of that destruction and never. In fact, we had legislators, we had people in Congress and stuff doing GoFundMes for these people oh, yeah. that were burning down buildings. And then when a young kid goes out there to try to help protect the property, what happens? They haul his ass into court. Well, and, and what you have there is people that they want the destruction of the traditional American society. That's what they want. You know, i.e. socialism, Marxism, communism, anarchists, all that sort of thing. That's what they're going for. So what we have is a group of politicians who say, hey, 
<clears throat> that resonates with the type of ideology that I have. And so, of course, we're not going to do anything. We're going to try to fund these groups. But if somebody has actual traditional American values and they want to stand up for that, that's what we can have because those people are uncontrollable in a way. Well, and that's when you end up with your domestic terrorists that the FBI is busy investigating. And we're going to do another profit margin for, oh, for heaven's cake. And I want to make sure everybody realized that there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. That's where oh, for heaven's cakes comes in because you'll find the best cupcakes and cakes for any special occasion or just a treat. Walk in to find out more, but I'm warning you, you won't want to leave. And if you do leave, you aren't going to leave empty-handed. Oh, for heaven's cakes, on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, they're open Tuesdays through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays from 9 to noon. Call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or go to oh, for heaven's cakes at yahoo.com and be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins over oh, heaven's cakes in the grand city's mall and if you look behind me oh yeah uh, don't show me that stuff after i just got out of the gym that's some good stuff all right well the the thing that really gets me going with all of this stuff is uh i'm just looking at the fact that crime is rising i think there's Probably nobody in the world that is, is going to say that that's not happening. Yep. And the fact that, that they're doing their best to make sure that we won't have any way to defend ourselves, their, their, their response of dial 911, as my example, is pathetic if you live anywhere except in the big city. And there's days when that's not going to do you that much good, even in the big city, because people are tied up. But I'm, I'm sitting here going, what, what is the, the sense in going after the law-abiding person when you're going to let the criminals walk free. Well, there, there's no sense in that at all. I mean, anybody with half a brain could, could look at that and say, well, yeah, the problem is they, they don't actually care about crime. They want to go after people who actually uphold traditional American values. Traditionally, and people, I'm sure I'll get hate mail for this, so I look forward to your letters, everybody. <laughs> but they hate the idea that a free citizen, uh, the, generally Americans have been free citizens. They, they hate that idea. America has been the benchmark of other nations for a couple of hundred years. People are clamoring to get over here because of the benefits that we have as Americans. And the great American experiment, what they used to call it, is, is now coming to a close because that now they've figured, well, if we can just control all these people, this would be much better. And, and, and armed society are, are ultimately people we can't control. Here's another thing that's coming. Have you heard of the Safe Banking Act? No. Okay. Safe Banking Act allows businesses to free or the credit card companies oh, and that. banks to work with cannabis uh, industry. No problem. But there's language at the end of that, which now brings into, into question people dealing in the firearms industry. And so now we're going to go after if there's ever a violation of anything, they're going to go after that. And ultimately, once we get to a point of digital currency, and uh, who turns that off and who turns it off? Yeah. Who, who turns it on and off? The problem is if, I don't know, are we going to get to a place where everybody's BMI is tested? So where, you know, when you go to the store, there's a, there's a procedure in place where you try to buy that extra pound of ground beef. Well, you can't do that because, you know, your BMI is a little high and we've noticed that you have problems with, uh, you know, cholesterol or anything like that. Or if you go to one of the local businesses, hey, I just want to buy this new, you know, Ruger GP100, 357, whatever it is. Well, you know, 
no, you can only buy flowers today because uh, we've turned it off and we've switched off that switch for buying that particular item. That is coming. And so the Safe Banking Act is any, anything but that. It's not safe. Who was it? I've, ah, I forget the person. But he said there's less danger of a, of a standing army than there is with a central banking system. Oh, I, I believe that totally. Oh, by the way, Phyllis goes leveling up on snow removal with flamethrowers. So Phyllis is on <laughs> our side. Yeah. If we get snow this weekend, Phyllis, you can call me and I'll be more than happy to come over with my snow. My, I'm a little mad at you two for constantly bringing up snow. What is the problem with you? Snow is a four-letter word. It's a dirty <laughs> word up here. We don't need that negativity. Well, I understand that, but we know Phyllis. it's coming. So, you know, seriously, you might as well have fun. Go out and go out and get your walk clean. Although I think the neighbors are probably going to object because those suckers have over a twenty foot blast. They oh, do. Sure they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's more fun than a, than an adult should be allowed to have in the backyard. But we live where we have no neighbors, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about covenants or go anything else. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> but I just sit here and I'm and I've we've got ten minutes left and and I'm sitting here going, you know. I'm watching them try to when they couldn't reg, when they couldn't regulate the guns enough that then they went after the ammo. Yeah. And then when they couldn't regulate that then they went after the magazines. And now they're trying to use the vague the vague things like assault weapons. Uh and and I mentioned the fact that you, I can kill somebody with a fork. Yep. And and all I know is the thing that when I take a look at everything the objective seems to be not to get the weapons out of the hands of the evildoers, but out of the hands of the people that mean no one any harm. Yeah. Ultimately, society wants controls. And when the people at the top say, we can't have people controlling themselves, and, and truth be told, our country used to be a group of people that would kind of self-police. It was, you know, because they had their, uh, how do I say it right? They had some self-control about them. And where they were able to kind of self-police and self-correct. Cultural norms. Cultural there were some norms. cultural norms. And we've thrown our cultural norms when completely out the, gone, out the window. A constitutional republic almost is, well, it's designed to fail, if that's the case. Because there are no absolutes where people have any level of self-control and morality. With a Thomas Jefferson, that this is the Constitution is written for religious and moral people, and and once that's over, which by the way, take a look around you for you know religion is pretty much gone, except for the religion of humanism. They're self love. They're destroying the family as quickly as possible. They are all those traditional American values are going the way of the dodo bird, and and the problem is that people vote for this. You know this this thing that's going on over in Israel right now. Well, how does Hamas get to do that? Well, the people of Palestine <laughs> voted them in. Yes. They know what they were voting in. And and I, I maybe I'll pull that back just a little bit. I don't believe everybody knew the level to what Hamas wanted to do. Now, do I think most of them did? Sure. In our country, I, and I've had this discussion with people, you know, while not all the Democrats are on the, you know, the progressive fringe, I agree with that. The issue is... You might not agree with everything, all the progressive ideology and all the ridiculous things that they want to push. But if you vote for the people that believe that, what is the effective difference between you and a communist? And the answer is none. And so people continually vote for that. Well, Republicans are mean and they they want to do this or that or the other thing. Okay, 
And and I'm not saying Republicans are pure as the driven snow. Certainly not. Lord no. But when you vote for the people that have all this progressive fringe ideology that will mean the destruction of the U.S. and America as we know it, here's an idea. Stop voting for them. Well, the other problem is, is that so many people these days are voting for a letter. It's a D or an R. And, That's right. And they, they, they voted there. My whole family's done nothing but vote Democrat or my whole family's done nothing but to vote Republican. And they're not voting for the people anymore. And most of them don't have any idea of the actual legislation that some of these people on both sides of the aisle, because I call them the uniparty now, yep. are putting forth. And, and so they, they go, well, I voted, so I've done my due diligence. But if you haven't done your investigation, if all you're continuing to do is vote for DNR, then you do have an issue because you don't necessarily have a concept of what you're, you're actually putting into legislation. Because if you take a look at some of the voting records in red North Dakota, it'll make your hair fall out. Yeah, how about this? So people say that North Dakota is a red state oh, all the time. Oh, I disagree. And I would tell you this. We are a red state, and people consider it a conservative red state because there's two hallmarks to that. They're okay with guns, and they hate abortion. That is that is the very baseline of what people generally consider, you know, are you conservative? Okay, so, so there's that, but a lot of these folks, okay, if I just have a little bit of support for guns and I, you know, say that I'm against abortion— Fiscally, socially, I can do whatever I want, and I could be a blue, 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 deep blue Democrat in my ideology. But I'm going to just say those two things, and many North Dakotans are too dumb to, to actually look at their record. And across the country, by the way, uh, people are too stupid to go look at the actual record and the actual beliefs of the people that they're voting into office. Well, I'll, I don't know if they're stupid, but, but they're busy. And I understand that because because we're all busy, but this is too important to just hand off to everybody else. And see, we've been we've been raised to be self sufficient and everything else. It looks good on paper, sounds good when you say it. Yeah. But but the majority of people have actually been raised to let somebody else handle it. Yep. That's why I voted for you so you could handle it. You, oh, I just want you to do something. I want <laughs> I just you just just fix it. And then they want to walk away and go back to, to what they were busy with. And you can't do that anymore. You, you can't do that anymore. No, the, the leftist progressive party that we're dealing with now is a far cry from what, and I wasn't around 50 years ago, but it's a far cry from what 50 years ago was. Yes. Because, okay, let's talk about just basic like labor union laws, things like that, that improve conditions for workers. And, you know, I have my issues with labor unions. That's a whole separate conversation. However, credit where credit's due, they, they bettered labor conditions. They, they were able to put some parameters in place to where people can be safer. They work shorter hours and, you know, they're able to, to do this for longer. Okay. Working conditions have improved. Good for you. And so, but it's devolved from there. So people want to just be taken care of. And if you think for a second that government is going to do all of that for you and actually act in your best interests, I got a bridge to sell you. Well, I taught for 20 years. And the, the one thing I always told my students was, here's the thing. The minute you give over you, your responsibility for your life to someone else and put, put your life in someone else's hands, yeah. that means you have no control over anything that's going to happen to you anymore because you've given that decision-making process to another individual. If you wish to maintain any semblance of control over your life, you're going to have to make the hard decisions. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make the risky choices. You're going to, I, you're going to have to do the scary 
things. You're going to have to adult. Yep. Keyword in there. You've given it over. Yep. And, and by a simple thing today as a vote, you can give that over yep. very easily in today's world. You can. So once again, folks, the question is, do you want to live as a free person or do you want to have all the decisions made by a government that has proven that by somebody's whim, they can change what's legal and not legal on a dime well, and come after you for that? And do you want the ability to be able to protect your family, to feed your family should things go south and suddenly the grocery store is not available anymore? And we found that happened in, during the pandemic. Yep. It can happen very easily and you can suddenly be left on your own. Do you want that ability or, or are you willing to just sit and wait for someone to come take care of you? <laughs> The easy answer is you want to sit and wait for somebody to take care of you. The hard answer is take responsibility. And the one thing I want to make sure everybody understands is I love it when they always bring up that the the Second Amendment was written for muskets, like we had the video. No, it wasn't. It was written for arms. They had cannons and other fun things back then. They weren't specific because they didn't think they had to be specific, but people have devolved in in education and in intelligence, so we apparently have to be specific with everything. But they were also writing because they had just come out of hell with a tyrannical government. That's right. And they wanted to make sure that we didn't go back there. And in, in many ways, I feel like we're headed back there because a tyrannical government is one that tells you Every step of the way, what it is you're going to be doing, breathe in, breathe out. You are correct. I I can't disagree with the word you said. So what we need to do is we need to start taking a look at taking more responsibility. We need to take a look at the actual meaning behind the Constitution, not just the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, and all the other fun ones that go with it. But start with the ability to protect yourself, protect your family. Start with the ability to feed yourself and feed your family. And start with the ability, as they're discovering in Israel, to be able to... I mean, when those people were coming through the door in Israel, and many of those people had no choice but to allow them to take them prisoner... Yep. That is not the position you want yourself to be in at any point in time, no matter who's coming through your door. How, what would you like to leave us with for the very, very end of this show? I think it's a couple of things. Ask yourselves, do you want to live free and take some personal responsibility, or you, do you just want to see everything taken from you because government only acts in its self-interest? And, and along with that, the, the question that I you know, ask people a lot these days on the constitutional side, ask yourself and be very specific. What rights are you willing to give up? What rights are you willing to give up? Ladies, are you willing to give up the right to vote? That's an amendment in the Constitution. Black people, you're willing to give up your right to vote? Do you want to give up the right to being secure in your persons? Or do you want the government to be able to come into your house at any point, i.e. Fourth Amendment, illegal search and seizure? If somebody asked you about something in a court of law, Fifth Amendment, do you want to incriminate yourself? Do you want the ability to defend yourself, i.e. the Second Amendment? Do you want to be punished for speech? We've already seen the beginnings yeah, seen of that. that. First Amendment. Ask yourselves, what do you want to be prosecuted for? What rights are you willing to give up? And then ask yourself, what are you willing to actually fight for? And I'm not talking like 
take up arms or something like that. But being a conscientious, responsible citizen, making your voice known, voting the right way so that you can uphold the rights that you have. Ask yourselves that. I can't answer it for you. I know where I stand. Well, the other thing I'd also like to add on to that is, what are you planning to leave your children? That's what I was just about to say. Ask yourself, what are you willing to give up for your kids? Yeah, because because I got to tell you, I don't have any children, but all of my students are having kids. And as far as I'm concerned, this teacher will tell you that all of the students I taught over 20 years are my kids. And I'm getting to look at all of their babies. And I got to tell you, I don't want any of those kids to grow up under this type of government. Well, I'll leave you with this. First of all, thank you for having me. It's no always problem. A, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. And I'll just leave. I'm still a little mad at Phyllis for talking about snow. So, <laughs> Phyllis, I, I, I didn't appreciate that. Phyllis, I got your back, girl. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's been another fun Monday for Common Sense Uncensored. Everybody, have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.